Today's stuff is Ksuba's stuff Yud Zayin, and we are at the two dots, 12 lines from the bottom of Daf Tez Zayin Amid Beis. Today's stuff is being learned as a Schus Rufur Shalem, a Fachayim Aloza ben Rachaleya, Moshe Abba ben Devora, and Gavriel Yehoshua ben Nechama Chana. So we are in the beginning of the second parakim Sachtis Ksuba's, Parako Isha Shinasarmala, which really began where the first parak left off, which is discussing some intense ksubis sugyas, stating that today's daf is going to be a digression, a breather in a way. It's divri agoda, some real classic dafin tucked away here in Mesechtis Ksubis daf yodzayin. So without any further introduction, zok de gemar. So the Mishnah was talking about a situation where there was a dispute between a man and a woman. Man and a woman got married, and then either the man died or he divorced his wife. The woman now is entitled to collect her ksuba. Apparently, there was no ksuba. And as a result, a fight broke out as to what the nature of the ksuba that was stated. She says, I was a psula, and as a result, the ikr ksuba was Masayim Zuz. He said, you were an almana. As a result, the ikr ksuba was only almana. What's the halacha? Says the Mishnah, in, if she can bring Aden, that will prove that she was a psula at the time of the chasana, she'll be able to collect her mazayim zos. But if she can't bring Aden to prove that she was a psula at the time of the chasana, she will not be able to collect the mazayim zos. All she will get is the mana that she's for sure entitled to, but as it relates to the other mana, that she's not going to get. And the first part of the sugya discussed whether this has something to do with the machloikis Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Yeshua, and the Gemara said no. That even Rabbi Gamliel that said four times in the first parak of the Masechta that when there's a dispute he said, she said, she's the one that's believed. Nemenes, in this case, she will not be believed. And the only time she'll be able to get her ksuba of Masayim is if she's able to prove that she was a psula. Now, how does she prove today that she was a psula at the time of the chasana? So the Mishnah gave a few eitzes. If Adam can come and say that she was wearing a heinuma, that was a certain head covering that the Gemara will elaborate on a little bit, that only psulas used to wear. So if Adam say that she wore a heinuma, Clearly, she must have been a basula. Or, if she can prove that Roisha Parua, that her hair was uncovered and it was braided and went down to her shoulders, Kaminaga Basula, that would also be proof. Rabbi Shubin Broika added, he said, He said that even if you can prove that at the wedding there were people, the candy man was handing out little uh, tchotchkes to the kids, that was something that was also done only by the weddings of Basulois, and as a result, that too would be good proof. The bottom line is, what she needs to do is, she needs to prove that she was a psula, and if she could do that, she'll get Masayim Zuz. And the Mishnah gave a few examples of what the proof would be. The Gemara, on the top of Tezayin Amadez, brought a b'raisa that was me'inyin le'inyin ba'isa inyin, as to what the Mishnah said. Again, similar situation, there's no ksuba, she's saying Masayim, he's saying mana. We believe him, not her, even Rabbi Gamliel, unless she can prove that she was actually a basula. And there the Mishnah, the b'raisa, mentioned different examples of what a good proof would be that she was a besula. The Brites said, rock to the funnel, if they were dancing in front of her. They were making her freilach. Or they passed in front of her a koishal besura. Or a mapa shal besulam. These 
two would be examples of things that would prove that she was a psula. So the Mishnah mentioned three examples, the Brisa mentioned four examples, and the Gemara from there is going to discuss some of these examples and digress a little bit. So says the Gemara, So the two dots are referring to the Brisa that mentioned that one way that a woman can prove that she was a psula is if there was a Koishal Besura that was passed in front of her. Says the Gemara, my Koishal Besura, what does this even mean? So Rabbi Barahava said, What they would do when a Besula was getting married, it was they would take a Kois shal yayin, a glass of wine, but the wine was truma, kloima. What's the significance? Why is there a minig to take a kois shal yayin of truma and to pass it in front of the basula? The reason is, what we're saying is that she's a basula. As a result, she was never nivala, which means that she was never nivala to a apostle, which means that she's allowed to marry a kayan. Meaning, a woman that's nivala sometimes can marry a kayan, sometimes cannot marry a kayan. If she was nivala and then she became a grusha, she can marry a kayan. If she was nivala to a apostle, she's a zaina. Sometimes she would be a halala. So a woman that's nivala sometimes could marry a kayan, sometimes not. A basula was never nivala. So the whole conversation would then be moot. So being that a basula could on some level, always eat truma, although it's not 100% true, but she's at least not a ba'ula, so we don't have to do due diligence as to what the nature of the bila was. So therefore, there's a shaykhis between a basula and a truma, because the nature's going, it's truma. So therefore, they used to be mavr lefanea, kois yayin shal truma. But maskaf rapapa, rapapa said, I don't really like this minik so much, because atu amana mila yachla truma. At the end of the day, amana is also able to eat truma. And amana... That was never nivolo to apostle, was allowed to marry a kain. Only a kain godl can marry an almana. But a kain head you can marry an almana. If she then becomes an ashes kain, she'll be allowed to eat truma. So this whole idea that an almana is not allowed to eat truma is just not true. So why this symbolism of a truma and basula? Elam Rapapa Rapapa said it must be for a different reason. Zu reishis ketruma reishis. The basula is about to have her bilo rishayna. In other words, there's an element of racious when a basula gets married. Truma is referred to in the Torah as racious, and as a result, we use truma as a symbol of basula because zu racious, the zu racious. Tanya, Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda said, Rabbi Huda said it was a different meaning. What they used to do for the basulas was they would not take a koishal yayin of truma, but it was a, a barrel, it was a cask of wine. Um, Rabbi Rahava added to this. He said, Basula, stuma. A basula would have the chavashal yayin, and a baula would also have the chavashal yayin. But there was a difference. If she was a basula, so the chavashal yayin would be sealed. Baula, psucha. The baula would also have it, but it would be psucha. What's the difference? The basula is stuma, whereas the baula has a pesach pasuach. So if she's psucha, because she's psucha, that's what they used to do. Freytigamara, why did they have to? do something for the basula and something for the almana. The chura, the point of what we're doing here is to just make sure that everybody chaps that it's a basula getting married or everyone chaps that it's not a basula getting married. So for that, you don't have to be mabra one thing for the basula and something else for the almana. There's a much simpler etza. Let's just have a chavash and let's pass it in front of the basula. Let's just do nothing for the basula. Meaning, Rabbi Abrahamva said that Rabbi Yehuda and the Bryce who said chavash meant that there used to be mabra chavash both for the basula and both for the basula. Again, the whole point is... Not Simona Milsehi. The point primarily is to know who's the Basula and who's the Baula. Even though there is a Simona Milsehi component. 
Psula is racist, Truma is racist, but that's just explaining why we pick this. But at the end of the day, the real purpose of what we're doing here is for people to know that she's a psula, or for people to know that she's an almana. So being that that's the real tachlis of what's happening over here, so, Frank the Gemara, let's just do something for the psula, do nothing for the baula. So the Gemara says, that's not so good. Why not? Because in the, the tough summer sign, because we're afraid that what happens if this woman, where there's a dispute, and we're not sure if she was a psula or baula, what if she chaps Messiah so she goes and she takes the initiative, she didn't ask any questions, she didn't go to a rav, and, you know, she has access, this was her husband's money, and she takes the Messiah Zos. Farman, she says, Anu I was a Basulab, Haidli over Kamoy. And they're going to say, One second, let's see. Did you have the Chavish Yain at your wedding? Did you not have the Chavish Yain at your wedding? They're going to say, No. So, oh, if there was no Chavish Yain, that means you're not a Basulab. But she may be able to say, Asnusi Hudasnisu. There was anointness. Go prove that it wasn't anointness. And being that she's Muxik in the money, because she chapped the money, you're not going to be able to take it away from her. So, therefore, even though on some level that could work, but on some level it might not work. So, the Eitzah here is that. There should be something for the basula. There should be something for the baula. We'll know exactly what was by the basula, what was by the baula. She'll never be able to say, I would have had it, but there was an anayinus. And that's the way we're going to be able to resolve this. So the first classic Gemara in today's daft. Tanu Rabona. Ketzad Miraktin. Lifnei Hakala. Says Rashmi. What does it mean? Ketzad Miraktin. Lifnei Hakala. What dance are you supposed to do? No. Ma'oimrim Lifnei What are you supposed to say? So when you're Miraki, Lifnei Hakala... You're supposed to sing, you're supposed to talk, there's a nusach, shiraz, versus bachas, you're supposed to praise the kala. What exactly are you supposed to say? Sokta, gemara, a braise, it was a machlikis, bishami, bisil. Kala, bishami, yem, bishami, says kala, gemara, bishami always goes first, and bishami said that you're supposed to say, Kala Kamoshahi, or not you say the words Kala Kamoshahi, Abazok Rashi, Kamoshahi, Lefi Yafya, Vechashivusa, Mekal Sanoisa. Meaning, if you're going to be the one that's going to be miraculous, Akala, and apparently you're supposed to come up with something novel to say, you find out who this girl is, and based on her merits, or lack thereof, that's what you're supposed to say. Now, Taisva says, what happens if there's really nothing nice for you to say? So Taisva says, So then don't say anything. Inami says Taisva, there's no such thing about a person where you can't figure out a way to be Meshabech, the person. So you're not going to address every single Nakuda, but what you're going to do is you're going to see what the mailas of this Kali is, and you're going to emphasize them, and that's what you're supposed to do. So Beishamai says, Kali Kamashi. You're supposed to be ehrlich, you're supposed to be honest, and you're supposed to talk about the kala based on who she is. Basil says no. Kala noah chasuda. It doesn't matter who she is. You say she's a kala noah, and you say that she's a kala chasuda. I understand what you're saying. But what if she was a chigera? So she was a suma. Could you say that? You're not telling the truth. You're not a lie. According to you. Let's say somebody buys something, Menashok. And then he comes over to you and he says, Tell me, you saw what I bought? You saw my new car? You saw my new this? You saw my new that? He says, What do you hold? You know the truth. Are you supposed to tell him the truth? Of course not. Should you tell him what you bought was perfect or fakert? Should you be brutally honest? Of course, it's posh. You're supposed to be meshabeachim. And if that's true for someone that buys a mekach menashuk, kavachaymer, or isha nikness, of course, when it comes to a, a wife, yishabchenu be'enav, so even though it's true, there's an idea of midbar sheker tirchak, but on the flip side, there's also a concept of mishalokach mekach yishabchenu be'enav, and therefore, says Beis Hillel, 
don't be so honest. It's not kala k'moishahi, but rather it's kala noav chasuda. Mikan omru chachamim. And from this machloig zim b'sham b'sil that chachamim said, la'ulam teidaitish shaladim u'revis amabriyos that a person should always make it his business that his das should be me'ureves im ha'briyos. So what does it mean to be me'ureves and ha'briyos? Right, we're all familiar with the expression. He's a me'urev ben ha'briyos. What does it mean? So Rashi says, A person should always think about other people and not go through life as if this is the way I do things and you're going to meet me on my terms. But to the contrary, different people are different and there's an idea of different people need to hear different things, different people you have to interact with in different ways and that's really what it means to be it means to know how to interact with people on their terms based on what it is that they need. Rav Dimi came from Eretz Yisrael after learning by Rabbi Yechanan so he comes to Babel and he said you want to know what they used to sing for the Kala by the Chas they used to say it's not makeup it's not the braided here that causes the kala to be when the Rabbanon gave smicha to Rabzeir they sang the same song for him they said about Rabzeir that it's not the makeup that makes a person look good it's not his suit it's not his power tie what is it that makes a person look good it's, it's his merits oh, but the Nesiyah's chen doesn't come not from the kal, not from the srak and it doesn't come from the Pirchos either. I saw the Chida in Pesach Inayim says that why did they sing for Abzeira the same niggin that they sang for the Kala? Right? This was the song they used to sing for the Kala. So someone has smicha, imagine, and there's an inauguration, there's a Hachtara, there's a new Ravenstadt, and they, he gets up to speak and everyone stands up, they start singing Kesem Meraktiv Lifnei Kala. It'd be funny. And really, this niggin was the niggin they used to sing for the Kala. And it sounds like they only sang it for Abzeira. So the Chida has a little bit of an Arichos, but Tamsis Dvarav is that the Gemara says in the Sechta Sanhedrin, it's in the first parak, that Rabzeira was qualified, Kamuvan, to be a rabbi. He had all the credentials to have smicha, but he never wanted to have smicha. He was someone that was Sneas Herabonis, like the Mishnah says in Avis. He didn't want to have anything to do with being a Rav. And they would convincing him, and didn't matter how much pressure they put on him. He was a Bereach from this covet. Then he heard something that the Meir Rabbalaza said. That when a person is oilu l'gdula, he gets mechila savoynes. So he said that if I'm going to get smicha, I'm going to be oilu l'gdula. They'll stop calling me with titles of chashivus. And if that's the case, I'm going to get mechila savoynes. And for mechila savoynes, And that's why he did it. So the Chida says that there are few people that you find in Chazal that get Mechila Savoynas. One of them is a Chosin and a Kala. A Chosin Kala get Mechila Savoynas. Reb Zeyra only was willing to take Smicha because he was going to merit what the Chosin Kala gets, says the Chida, of Mechila Savoynas. And that's why, by his Hachtara, they sang the Nigan that they used to sing for the Kala. Either way, Kisamka Rabbanon... Little Rab Amiel Rab Asni. So we mentioned the niggin that they sang for Abzeir when they gave him smicha. Why? Because the same niggin that they used to sing for the kala. And why are we talking about that? The Braiso. Ketzameragdim Lifnei Akalo. So we digress and we mention now the niggin that they used to sing by different Rabbanon when they got smicha. So when the Rabbanon would get smicha, or when the Rabbanon gave smicha, Rab Amiel Rab Asni, this is what they sang. Kol mindein v'chol mindein smuchulono. That whenever you have to give smicha, you should give smicha to people like Rab Amiel Rab Asni. They're the quintessential musmachim. Okay. Loi sis mechulono. But you shouldn't give smicha. Loi min hasarmisim v'loi min sarmitin the Amrilo and some say Loi min Chamisin, the Loi min Tormisin. 
So what do all these things mean? So Rashi says, Sarmisin, these are people that are Masarsin Halachas Behepech Tameyan. There's some people that every Svara they say is like a backward Svara. Sarmitin is a Lachan of Smartutin. You shouldn't uh, appoint a rabbi that's going to be like a Smartut. Smartut literally is a Shmata. Chamisin, Oymrim Chamisha Satam. They get about 20% of it right. And Turmisin Rashi says, Lo Yisparish. That already I don't know. Rabbi Chonon, in his Kervitz Mamarim, said, What does it mean? You shouldn't point the Rav that's like a Shmata. What does that even mean? So he said that there's certain kehilas that they understand they want a rav. There are other kehilas that really would prefer not to have a rav. Norvas, you have to have a rav. What's to do? Who's gonna sit in the front of the shul? Who's gonna get up and give a, his his speech? We don't want it. We're not looking for it. We have absolutely no interest in it. But at the same time, Memuzas Haben, Rabbi Chanan said, in other words, like a shmata. Rabbi Chanan, he said that a shmata is something everybody has. Why? Because you have to have it. But is that any chshivas? You're going to say, oh, this shmata, it's so chashiv. I bought it over here. It's a designer shmata, right? There's no such thing. You have it, Pasha, because you need it at the end of the day. Something spills. You have to have a shmata. But, so said Rabbi Chodan, that's what Chazal meant. He said that the Rav shouldn't be a shmata. There was zikr upon intended within this whole... Uh, Piece of Rabbi Chana, but either way, that's what he meant when Chazal said that you shouldn't appoint a rav that's from the Sarmitan. Rabbi Vo, Rabbi Vo used to go from Yeshiva to the Bay Kesar. So we you know there's many places in Shas, but the Gemara talks about Rabbi Vo, and he was someone that had a lot of protection. He was very influential. The Yidden had a lot of Yeshuas. We have a whole rate bite on Rabbi Vo, where the Yidden got major, major Yeshuas because of the influence that Rabbi Vo had. So when he used to go from the Masif to the, to the Bay Kesar, Ben Astarim, he was by the Kesar. So so the women of the Bekesa's family, they used to come out and they would greet him. And they didn't just greet him, they would serenade him. They would sing from him. This is what the nigin was. He's the Nasi Ba'ame, he's the president. He's the leader of his nation. He has this beautiful face. Shalom Aleichem. So this was like the Shalom Aleichem that Rabbi Vo used to get. So one of the things they said was that he was Butsina de Nahaira. Seemingly a reference to the handsomeness of Rabbi Vo. So Rashi quotes the Gemara Bava Basra in the end of Cheskes Habatim that says, Shufri de Rabbi Vo was me'en Shufri de Rabbi Yochanan. So the Gemara that gives the list of all the handsomest Yidin to ever live, Yaakov Avinu, Kiyodua, and it mentions the Shufri de Rabbi Vo. So Rabbi Vo was someone that had a cluster upon him, he was someone that had a Butzina de Nahaira, and literally the women of the Kesa, they used to come out and they would sing for Rabbi Vo. We have some related raid bites on this Gemara. Omrah of Rabbi Yudab. They say we're going to review So going back to Kate's Maragdan lifting a kala, he would take a bad of a hadas, a hadas of Dalud Minim fame. So he would take a hadas, Umaraki lifting a kala, he would dance in front of the kala, the Oymran, he would say, like Basil, Kala, not the Chasuk of Shmuber of Yitzchak, Rav Shmuber of Yitzchak, Damoira, Maraki, that class. He would also use hadasim when he would dance in front of the kala, but he didn't use one hadas, but he would use three. Why three? So Rashi says, he would juggle them. Sholish badim, he would have three badim. Zoyrik achas, he would throw one. Umekabal achas, and then he would catch the other one. This is reminiscent of the tshuva that we once spoke out from Moshe Provincello, where he describes how they play tennis, the whole description. So here we have a Rashi describing another sport, the sport of juggling. But either way, he was miraki that class. Amir Rabzeira said, that's not a related right back, just a reference. Kamach So Rabzeira said that they felt a little bit it's, it's, it's not appropriate for a Shmuel Bar Yitzchak that here he's going and he's juggling doesn't pass so the Gemara says where a Shmuel Bar Yitzchak 
passed away. There was a, a like a wall of fire that separated him, the mace, and everybody else. The Gemiri and Chazal had a tradition, meaning apparently this wasn't the first time it ever happened. But there was a Messiah to lay Afsik Amuda Denura that this doesn't happen. This is not something that happens every day. This would happen either to a Chad Bedara or to a Trey Bedara, which means if it happened to Rav Shmuel Bar Yitzchak, it meant something very, very chosh about Rav Shmuel Bar Yitzchak. Now Rav Zeira didn't like it. Um, Rav Zeira, Rav Zeira said that I see now I was wrong. Some say Rav Zeira said So three versions of exactly what Rav Zeira said. But the Teichen was all the same. Shutise would be referring to the Shut Shal Hadas. That these Hadasim that I thought Fakari was being Mavazah the Torah by what he did to the contrary. Some say that what he meant to say was Ahanyule Shtuse, the Shtus, Rashi. And Vamila, some say Shitase, he was referring to the, the Shita of the Saba. What comes to mind is a story that we told over not so long ago. Tainus that base, but I think it's it's good I to mention here again, and that is Rabbi Kiva Eger had a very very famous Talmud whose name was Rabbi Leo Gutmacher. So yesterday we spoke about Rabbi Yaakov Tzvi Mecklenburg, the Balk Sava Kabbalah, who was a Talmud Rabbi Kiva Eger who quotes the question that he asked Rabbi Kiva Eger that's mentioned in Madura Tinyana Simen Kovches with regards to the intense sugyas of Rav. But Rabbi Kiva Eger had a Talmud whose name was Rabbi Leo Gutmacher, and Soif Yomov Rabbi Leo Gutmacher was a tremendous Balmoifes, tremendous Balmoifes. The Moifes in Rabbi Leo Gutmacher. Made mamish, they were mafursim becholoylam kuloy, and it seems that he was mamish doing moifsin. And the Litvish Island was getting a little bit uncomfortable because here is a Talmud Movik of Rabbi Kiva and a Halsach Ashtikl from the Litvish Kreisen, and this wasn't the Derech that he's making moifs and mamish, unbelievable things that are happening. So they went to Rabbi Chaim Briska and they told Rabbi Chaim that, you know, Rabbi Leo Gutmach is making all these moifs and they wanted him maybe to be moicha. So Rabbi Chaim told him, I'm going to tell you a Meister Shahoya. You know, he said Rabbi Leo Gutmach, when he was learning by Rabbi Kiva said there was a chasana by one of Rabbi Kiva's Talmudim. And Rabbi Leo Gutmach went into the middle and he started dancing. Mamish, and he was dancing in a way and they went to Rabbi Kiva and they told him Rebbe, be moicha he's from your price Talmidim, cover that Torah it doesn't pass what he's doing so Rabbi Kiva said, you're right but what should I do? He has such a fire of Torah that, that the Torah is mamish it, it, it's making him do things that maybe otherwise other people wouldn't do so Rabbi Chaim turned to the Chevra and he told him someone that Rabbi Kiva was made and he can't control himself. You expect that when he gets older, he should be able to contain the Torah. There's nothing we can do. Rav used to take the Kala. He would put her on his shoulders, umirakeid, and he would be mekayim kaitz umirakeid and lift the akala. Amrulei rabbanon. So rabbanon told Ravach, "Anan malu mevad hachi. Is this something we could also do?" Amrulei said, "Eid damyan alaihu kibish shura lach. If when you hold the kala, you feel like you're holding a, a beam, holds, then it's fine. Eloi. But if not, I mean, if you have any hergeshim, then of course, loy. This is something you're not allowed to do. Amrulei shumba nechmeni amrulei yoyin is a mutal histakol b'fnei kala kol shiva. You're allowed to look at the kala. Histakol. Histakol doesn't just mean to look. Taklus means to gaze and to steer. So you let her look at the kala kol shiva, because if you're going to look at the kala, so the is going to feel very good that you're looking at his kala. 
we don't pass in this way. So if there's ever a, a funeral procession and lahavdo, there's a, a kala that's going towards her chuppah and they come at some odds, meaning someone's going to have to get the right away. So does the kala defer to the mace or does the mace to the kala? So it's a price. Mavirines ha the kala comes first. But if there's a melech Yisrael, then the melech Yisrael for sure comes first. Side before the mace and side before the kala. They say regarding Agrivus HaMelech. And Agrivus HaMelech is an answer to a trivia question. He's the last Jewish king in history. So, that he once passed in front of the kala, meaning he allowed the kala to go in front of him, and the chum were very happy with what he did. If the chum praised him, Right, pun intended for the sugi that we're learning. Then obviously it was a good thing. How could that be? Vamra Avashi, Avashi said, "I feel the man damn nasi shemachal kvodik for the mach." Even could the man damn that says that a nasi that wants to be moichal kvodik is allowed to. Of a melech shemachal kvodik ain't kvodik moichal, but a melech is not allowed to be moichal kvodik. The amar ma'asayim tosim alecha melech, and we learn from this that hey, a masay alecha that. His fear has to be imposed on top of you. You can't even be Michael on your covet. So the Gemara says that over here was different because Prashas Drachim Havoy. And the way Rashi explains, it was done in a way where it wasn't Nikar that Agrifas HaMelech was actually deferring to the Kala. Meaning, they were both going in the same direction. But it was, there was also an opportunity to make a turn, for example. So what he did was he turned. Now, he really, he wasn't going to turn. He ended up taking the long scenic route. The reason he did it was to give covet to the melech, but it, to the kala, but he wasn't violating the concept of soim tasa malach melech because it didn't look like he was being moichel al because really, he was doing it in a way where nobody was able to tell. On that note, Tanu Rabbanu, Mevatlan Talmud Torah, Loitzah HaSameis, Ula Hachnos HaSkala. Mevatlan Talmud Torah, For covet HaMeis, and lachnos haskala, meaning to go to a levai, you can be mevatel talmud teira, and to go to a chasana, you can be mevatel talmud teira. Amr Rav Alav Rabbi the Rabbi Loi, they say regarding Rabbi the Rabbi Loi, show you mevatel talmud teira, loitzas hamais ulachnos haskala, meaning. It's not just a halacha for us mortals. Even the great Rabbi Yudib Rabbi Loi, he himself was mevatel talmud Torah leitzas ames ulachnas askal. But then you have to read the fine print. Bamedvar mamurum when is the true kishani meikal tzarchay? That's only true if there aren't enough people being mishtatev as it is. Avoyesh imaykal tzarchay aim mevatlin. But if there's already all the people that you need, then you can't be mevatel. This is talking about leitzas ames. The kama kol tzarchay. What's considered kol tzarchay about leitzas ames? Amr Rashi Mubar ini mishmei the Rav Teresa Alfei Gavri twelve thousand people v'shisa. Plus 6,000 people blowing, you know, bugles, shoifers. So if you're going to have 18,000 people, then you could say, otherwise you're supposed to go. But Amir Lassam say, Tlaser Alfi Gavri, 13,000 people, Uminayu Shita Alfi Shipuri. Of them, 6,000 shoifers. Ula Amaula said, going to Chaitzi Gavri, Meavulabat Sikhro. If there's enough people that from the end of the city all the way to the Beisachayim, there's going to be like a whole wall of people, then you don't have to come. Otherwise, you have to come. You want to know how many people are supposed to go to the Chat, to the Leviah? The same amount of people that were present when the Torah was given, that's how many people that are supposed to be present when the Torah is taken away. Meaning, talking about a, a Talmud Chacham, who is Mole Torah. So when he leaves this world, all the Torah goes away. So that on some level, there's an Atila of the Torah, 
That's only true for someone that just learns Torah. For somebody teaches Torah, then for that already, there is not going to be any sheer at all. So, referring back to the Mishnah, the Mishnah said when there's a dispute, we're not sure if this woman was a Basula or a Baula at the time of the Chasana. So, what do we do? Edim. So, what are the Edim going to say? So, the Mishnah mentioned a few examples. The Brisa mentioned other examples. So, one of the examples that the Mishnah said was, If there's Edim that say that she went, wore a Heinuma at her Chasana, that's proof. That obviously she was a psula. My heinuma, what's a heinuma? Surchav bar papa, mishmed is a iriyoma, surchav bar papa, of Hadron fame. Same, the name is a iri, tanura da asa. What it is, Rashi, kimen chupa shal hadas agula. So it's like some sort of head covering that was made of hadasim and it was agula. Round. Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan says, kiriyosa de menamna bakalosa. It's a head covering that the Kala would fall asleep underneath. So again, could I see Rashi inside? Kiryasa. Tseif al-Raisha was like a scarf, some shawl that was put over her head. Covered her eyes. Rashi says like we still do now. And sometimes the Kala falls asleep. Because she's covered, so he can fall asleep. She's had a long day. And that's why it's called Heinuma. It's from the Lashen of Tanuma. Tanuma means Tadrimel. But that's the concept. So sometimes she would fall asleep underneath it. And that's, says Rashi, the reason this whole thing was called Heinuma. Rabbi Yechelen ben Breika, Oimer v'chulu. Rabbi Yechelen ben Breika, he added, he said, even Chilukleis. Bottom line, Dr. Maratona, we learned to the Braisa, be Yehuda Rai. All of this was Raya's in Yehuda. And the reason is because all these Simonim that the Mishnah mentioned, they used to do in Yehuda. They used to do it in Eretz Yisrael. But Bavel, my... What about in Bavel? So here, Damiram already had to come up with different eights. Apparently, everything we learned up until now, the Mishnah, and presumably the Braisa as well, these were all Minhagim in Yehuda. What about in Bavel? So Amar Rav, Rav said that what they used to do for a basula is the following minik, something that clearly we don't do anymore, and that is Darduge de Mishcha Arashna de Rabbanon. Again, it's good to see Rashi inside. Darduge Mishcha Hanoshen Noisnen Shemen Beroish HaTalmidim. So the women would take oil and they would pour it on the heads of the of the younger light of all the Talmidei Chachamim. So that they only used to do by the Chasen of a Basulais. And that would be checkmate. That's a raya that this is the chasen of a psul, and as a result, her ksuba is supposed to be mazayim zos. Only rapapa, the rapaya, rapapa told abaya mishcha the chafifusa kama maras rapapa said I never heard about this minute, but he said what this is what they used to do. They're sitting here and they're shampooing the heads of the of the chachamim. Doesn't sound right. Amalei's abaya told rapapa yasma. Yasem, he referred to him. By your chasen, your mother didn't do this to all the rabbanon. So I don't know where Papa answered, but apparently no. And the Gemara says, "I'll tell you a ma'aseh shahayu." Was something like this actually happened? It was one of the rabbanon. The asked like the brei bei Rabbi Bar Ula. His son married into the family of Rabbi Bar Ula. Some say Rabbi Bar Ula. He asked like the brei bei Ahumi Rabbanon. It was fakir. They were both mechatanim. But the question was: Is is Rabbi Bar Avula the father of the girl or of the boy? But either way, the dardig mishcha reish the rabbanon. And this is something that they did. They took 
the Mishcha Aresha de Rabbana, and it's apparently this was a real minute. Says the Gemara, our Malta Mai, is there a simen? that they would do in Bavel, so people should know for sure that the Almana is an Almana. Now, you have to have a positive simon. So the Gemara talked about it a little bit in the beginning of the daf. There's a mile of having a positive simon, because if there's not going to be a positive simon, then she may be able to taina that really I was a psula, and the reason they didn't put oil on the heads of the Rabbonon is because, I don't know, maybe somebody was uncomfortable, maybe there was no oil. So the Gemara said there's a mile that there should be a, a simon for the... Besula and a simon when it's an almana. So the Gemara says, Amalta, my. What's the simon for an almana? Tani Rav Yosef, Amalta, less like his. You know, there really is no simon. Ain lo kloyos. They take the kloyos off the menu. Vizel simonos akrashi. That is the simon. So it seems like kloyos was a staple of the menu once upon a time. And when an almana got married, they would remove it. And by removing it, zel simono. Thus, the grace of simon. This is the ois. This is the moifes. This is how we know that this kala was actually an Almana. So the next Gemara, which is really the remainder of the Daf, is a return to the Sugis of Ksubis. But I think we'll stop here and just speak out a few Ha'aris, light Ha'aris, very light Ha'aris, as it relates to today's Daf. So the Gemara in the bottom of Daf Tes Ayin Amid Beis goes on to Daf Yud Zayin Amid Aleph, brought the Brisa, Brisa that we all know. Tanu Rabbana, Ketzad Merakten, Lifnei HaKala. And Rashi said, what does it mean, Ketzad Merakten, Lifnei HaKala? Ma Oimrim Lifaneh. When they would dance in front of the kala, they would say something. What was it that the people that were miraktim lifnei hakala would tell the kala? The shamay says they would say kala kemoshehi. In other words, they would say whatever the right thing to say was. Basil says no. Kala no the chasuda. Bishamai told Basil, I understand. You're going to say Kala Nova Chasuda even if the Kala is not a Nova Chasuda. What happened to Midvar Shekher Terchok? So Basil told Bishamai, if somebody buys something and you think that the Mekach that he bought wasn't a good Mekach, are you supposed to tell him? Of course not. So in the same sense, you're supposed to say Kala Nova Chasuda even if really she's not a Kala Nova Chasuda. Rabbi Chonon, in his Kovit Shiurim, here in Masachtis Ksubis, makes a diak. The Brisa is describing and discussing what was said when they were Meraki Lifnei Hakala. There's no mention in the Brisa of Ketzad Meraktin Lifnei Hachosen. It's only Ketzad Meraktin Lifnei Hakala. Now, presumably they were Meraki Lifnei Hachosen as well. For whatever reason, the Brisa is just not discussing Ketzad Meraktin Lifnei Hakala. The way Rashi explains, Ma Oimrim Lifonel. But it's just interesting that the Braisa of Ketzad Meraktim is not Ketzad Meraktim Lifnei Hachasan. It's not even Ketzad Meraktim Lifnei Hachasan Vehakalo, but it's simply Ketzad Meraktim Lifnei Hakalo. So Rabbi asked from the Gemara Masechtes Brachas, another very important Gemara, Me'inyan Le'inyan Ba'isa Inyan, to what we're learning, and that is on Davava Mebeis. Amar Av Chelboi, Amar Av Huna, Kol Anenem Yisudas Chasan. If someone benefits from the Suda of a Chasan, the Enem Mesamchoi, but he's not Mesamech the Chasan at the Suda, Oyver Bechamisha Koylois. He violates not five Lavin, not five Essen, but he's over on five Koylois. What are the five koilos? Kol sasan v'kol simcha, kol chasan v'kol kala, kol oimrim hoidu as Hashem tzavakos. So if someone's nenem yisudas chasan in a mesamchay, over bechamisha koilos. Now what does it mean you're over on koilos? You get malchus for being over on koilos? Like, like what happens exactly? It's not clear. But over bechamisha koilos, it's a bad thing. In mesamchay, maschari, let's say someone is mesamech, the chasan, he's nenem yisudas chasan u mesamchay. So, What's his schar going to be? Amr Rav Shua ben Levi, Zoychol Torah, Shenitna Bechamisha Koylois. His schar is going to be Torah, and 
The reason Torah is because Torah was given by Chamisha Kodesh. Remember, the Hebrew Yemen Ashlisha beYoyis Aboiker, vayhi koylois ubrakim vanum kabed alahar the kol shayfer the goimer vayhi koyl hashayfer the goimer for lekimia nena bekoyl five mentions of koyl and it's based on that. That's what he's going to get. The Gemara continues. I'm skipping the Bravo. Um, Bravo says kol anenim misudas chasav ein mesamchoy kiilu or forget kol anenim misudas chasav um mesamchoy is kiilu hikriv toido. Rav Nachman by Yitzchak Omer is kiilu bana achas mechurvayis Yerushalayim. So the Gemara in Brachas Vav Amidbeis is discussing the virtue of someone that is Nena Misudas Chasan Umesamchay and Fakert is someone's Nena Misudas Chasan Ve'Enoy Mesamchay. Frek Rabbi Chanan over here when the Gemara talks about being Mesameach, the Gemara refers to it as the Suda of the Chasan. Says Kasha is that in Ksubis Tezayin Amidbeis it's Ketzad Miraktin Lifnei Hakal. And in Brochis Davav Amidbeis, it's Kalanenem Misudas Chason Um Mesamchoy Ve'Enoy Mesamchoy. From the Bryson Ksubis Volt Gevena Bissel Mashma Zokra Bolchanon, that the Iker Chiv to be Mikales and Mishabeach and be Merakid and be Mesameach is Lifnei Hakalo. Yet from Brochis Davav Amidbeis, it's Mashma that the Iker Chiv it's really Kalanenem Misudas Chason. It's all about being Mesameach the Chasson. So is the Iker Mitzvah the Kala? Is the Iker Mitzvah the Chasson? You would think it's both. And if it's both, then how come in Ksubis are we talking about the Kala? And why is it in Brachis that we're talking about the Chasson? That's Rabbi Chanan's Ha'ara in Kovitz Ha'ara. Kovitz Shiur. Rabbi Chanan says a very short Teretz. Rabbi Chanan says that that really the Iker Mitzvah of Simchas Chasson the Kala is to be Mesameach the Chasson. Kimavu in the Lashon of the Gemara, Brachas Davav Amidbeis, Kalanenu Misudas Chasen ve'Ina Mesamchay ve'Im Mesamchay Masharay, as if to say the Iker Mitzvah is to be Mesameach the Chasen. So why then in the Brice of Ksubis is a Ketzam Eraktem Lifnei Akala? The reason is because if you're going to praise the Kala in the presence of the Chasen, so you'll be Mesameach the Chasen. But mitzad the mitzvah, simchas chasan the kala beiker. What you're doing is you're being mesamech the chasan, and the way you're being mesamech the chasan is by praising the kala. And zokra bolchanon, it's very mashman that way from the brayso. Because what did beishamai tell beisolo midvashakir tirchok? What did beisolo respond? He said, "You tell me." So it's mashma from the marshal of Basilil that really what we're doing when we say Kalanov Chasuda is we're being Meshabeach the Loikeach. Who's the Loikeach? It's the Chasan or Isha Niknis, Nistach Fosodeo. It's his Mekach. And what we're telling him is that you should know you bought a good Mekach. Your Kal is a Kalanov Chasuda. So if I care, even though we're talking to the Kalo, but the Yisoyin is Yishabchenu Be'enov Shalach. And that's the deek in the Lashon of the Gemara, Brachis Davavah Mebeis, Kalanenu Misudas Chosen, the Inner Misamchoy, the Inner Misamchoy, Mascharoy, and that's the Yishabchenu Be'enov, because the whole case of Miraculum Lifnei Akala is less about being Miraculum Lifnei Akala, it's more about being Miraculum Lifnei Akala, Bifnei Achosen, and being Meshabech the Kala. Be'enei ha'chosen. That's Rabbi Chonon's Londis that he says here in in Kovit Shiurim, right here in our Gemara. That means if you look at the Lashon of the Rambam, the Rambam, when he brings the mitzvah of being Mesameach, 
Chosim Mekalo. So the Rambam is in Hilchus Ovel. Ironically, it's in Perik Yudalit. It's Aloha Aleph. And the Rambam says Mitzvah Saseishal Devreim Levakir Chayim. It's the Mitzvah to Rabbanon to be Mevakir Chayim. Ula Nachim Avelim. Ula Hitzia Meis. Ula Hachnes Hakalo. Ula Lavei Saorchim. Velachis Velasig Bechol Tzorche Hakfura. Lasei Salakase Velelech Lafonu Velispay Velachbar Velikbar. Vechein says the Rambam. There's also Mitzvah to Rabbanon Lesameach Hachosan VeHakalo Ule Saadam Bechol but the Rambam says the mitzvah is l'sameach hachasan vehakalo. The stimulus lashon on Rambam certainly sounds like there's a mitzvah to be l'sameach hachasan. There's a mitzvah to be l'sameach hakalo. Maybe Rabbi Chanan would say no. There's a mitzvah to be l'sameach hachasan. But as a sif cotton, one of the fanim of how you l'sameach hachasan is by being l'sameach hakalo. So it's all nichlal and simchas chasan. But the pashtus in the Rambam certainly sounds like that for sure there's a mitzvah to be l'sameach hachasan, and for sure there's a mitzvah to be l'sameach hakalo. So I don't have it with me, but there's a, this is part of the technical issues, but there's a Pirkei Rebeliezer in the end of Perik Tezayin, where the Pirkei Rebeliezer says something that we all know, and that is Chosun Daimelamelech. And the Pirkei Rebeliezer mentions four different ways that the Chosun is Daimelamelech. And one of the things that the Pirkei Rebeliezer says is that Ma Melech, Hakom Mekausun just like the Melech, everybody praises the Melech. Old school, the way the kings were serenaded, Av Chosun so on that Pirkei Rebbe Liezer, there's a Nifladiga Ha'ara from the Radal, from David Luria, Kedarkei Bakaydesh, and the Radal says Toich Dvarov that it's Poshet. You see from the lotion of the Pirkei Rebbe Liezer, and he quotes the Gemara and Brachas Davav that just like there's an Indian of Ketzem Meragdim Lifnei Hakala, so so too there's an Indian of Ketzem Meragdim Lifnei Hachasan. Rabbi Chanan said a super lundus. The whole case of Meragdim lifting a kalus a yichatimtza to really be miraculous lifting a chasson. But for sure, there's an Indian of being mekalis the chasson. So his question was: Is how come Chazal never said Kate and Meragdim lifting a chasson? That we know. But why isn't that? There's no brayse anywhere that talks about Kate and Meragdim lifting a chasson. So Zokter Adal. He says, the reason there's no such b'raisa because there was never any ambiguity. It was poshit. You know, you tell the chasen, you say, there's no shayla that that's what you're supposed to do. When it comes to the chasen, you're going to say, and there's no havamina anywhere that maybe you should be able to say anything other than kamoishi as it relates to the chasen. I buy Khaled as a sheet of basil. I buy Khaled's Kalanova Chasuda. Zokter Adal, Rabbi Khanan's Lambdas. What's the whole Kalanova Chasuda? It's because the Chasin is getting married. And as a result, So you shabchen a beinov, you got an enabeinov. So he said, it's poshit that over there it's going to be you shabchen a beinov. And therefore, said Basil, even if it's maybe not a Kalanova Chasuda, you should say Kalanova Chasuda. But that's only a svara for the Chasin. Because the Chasin is the one that koif the mekach. So as a result, is an Indian of Yishabchen Be'enov. Abba Fakert, he says, to be Meshabech, the Chosen Be'eni, the Kala. Number one, the Mashal doesn't work. And he says, besides, Chazal say throughout Shas, Tav, Lemate of Tandum, Lemate of Armalu, that a woman would just wants to be married, so the Gemara and the Vivamis, and she doesn't care so much whether he's a chasen or a chasuda, or he's not a chasen or a chasuda. It's less wichtig. And as a result, it's poshed over there, midvashek etirchak. He says, the reason there's no brice of Kate and Rakhdim lifting a chasen, because over here it was no machlaikis. Over here it's poshed, you have to say the Yemis. The whole sheet is beisilo, is lidevrecha mishalokach mekach roman ashok. You shabch enebeinu, but you got an enebeinu. He said, that whole svara, for two reasons, is only negated 
the kala klapi, the chasin, it's not negay, the chasin klapi, the gala, and of course there's an Indian to be miraculous, nea chasin, just like there's an Indian to be miraculous, nea kala. But as it relates to Ketzad Meragdin, there's no Machlegis B'Sham B'Sil, because here B'Sil is going to be moited to B'Shamai, and B'Sil is going to be moited to B'Shamai, therefore we don't have the Bryson. That's the first R. The second R is B'Shamai Oymrim, Kala Kemoyshehe. What does it mean, Kala Kemoyshehe? So we mentioned what Rashi says, what Taisfeh says, the Hafla, in his Pirish, right here on this Gemara, says a beautiful Pshat. He says, you know what we tell the Kala? We tell the Kala that you're so Choshev tonight. This is mamish your moment. You're so chashev. You want to know how chashev? Let's think of who Chazal and who the Torah described as a kala. And by seeing how the muscle kala is used and implemented, that will give you an idea of how chashev you are at the night of your chasana. Says the hafla, Knesset Yisrael we find is referred to as the Kala. We didn't just accept the Torah. We don't just have a relationship with the Ebeshter of Bonam Atam Lashem Alekechem, but with the Kala, to Kaviyachol being the Chassan. So if Klai Yisrael, of Knesset Yisrael, when we became a nation, we got married, and we were the Kala, so what does that tell you about a Kala? That says that the Kala, and this Indian, and this Chashivas, is, is so Chashiv, that Klai Yisrael, Mamish by, by Har Sinai, is referred to as a Kala. It's a Shabbos. Shabbos is referred to as, as the Shabbos HaMalka. We say, Boi Kala, Boi Kala, when we greet Shabbos. Because Shabbos is a Kala. So it says the Hafla, that if Knesset Yisrael is referred to as a Kala, and if Shabbos is referred to as a Kala, that's what we tell the Kala. You can imagine who you are tonight, what kind of Hashivas you have. I was thinking that maybe you could say, Bederuch Drush, that in the Yotzeres, not that I say Yotzeres, but in the Yotzeres, but in the Yitzris of Musif and Shfuas, so we say El Yoinim Sasu V'Tachtoinim Also. Another Nigin. B'Kabalas Torah Haksuva Misinai. And then we say Toyar Kalo Ma'ud Nisalo B'Kabalas Yoim Zeh Aseres Advarim. El Yoinim Sasu V'Tachtoinim Also B'Kabalas Torah Misinai. Right, we're talking about Kabalas Atayim. And then we say Toyar Kalo Ma'ud Nisalo. The Torah of the Kala had a tremendous aliyah on the day that the Torah was given. Now, what does it mean? Toyar Kala. So, Pasha Toyar means the appearance of the Kala. Miloshin Yefas Toyar. That's Pasha Pshan, and that's the way the Mefarshah Piyot in the Yitzris for Shfuas Musaf explain it. But Toyar also means a description. A Toyar is also an adjective. So, Yesh Leimer Alpidafla, Toyar Kala, the Toyar. The title of Kala was Ma'id Nisala, had a tremendous aliyah, be Kabbalah's Yom Zeh on the day of Kabbalah's Atayra. Because Yom Chasunasa is Uman Tayra. And today, Kla Yisrael became the Kala. So today, like every Kala in the world just had this unbelievable aliyah. Because, like the Aflo says, that's what Bishamay says, we say Kala Kemoshi. Explain to the Kala, Vostas Meta Kala. You want to have Hashivas for who you are? Knesset Yisrael by Man Tayra was the Kala. Every Shabbos, we usher in Shabbos with all the Ketush and all the Madragas. You know what Shabbos is? Shabbos is the Kala. So if you want to have an idea of what Kala is, look at Knesset Yisrael. When did Knesset Yisrael become the Kala? It was when they were Makabal Torah. So Toyar Kala, the Toyar, the adjective, the description of Kala was Ma'id Nisala. Had a tremendous aliyah. Bekabolas yoim zeh advarim. On the day that the Yidin were Makabal Torah. And then finally, one third Ha'ara. And that is... The Gemara mentioned mevatlin talmud Torah loitzah asames ulahachnas askala. 
there's a Yudua de Gevart that's said over in the name of the Vilna Goyen, and it's not just a Vertel, but the Goyen said it in his Pirish on Mishnayis, it's in Shnoi Selio, at the very, very end of Mesechtes Brachis and Parakaroya, where the Goyen made a diak that if you look in Sefer Koyheles, so Koyheles, the third parak begins, La Kolzman Voes, Tachas Ashomayim. Ace for this, and ace for that, and ace for that, and ace for this. Ace Loledes, face Lomus, ace Lotas, face Lacker, Notua, ace Laharoig, face Lirpoi, ace Lifroids, face Livnois, and it goes through all the different aces. The guy made an observation this 28 item that I mentioned by Shleim Amalek in Kahelas, of the 28, 23 of them. The thing that it's an ace for begins with a lamid. Ace laharoig, ace lifkois, ace lishoig, ace lifroids, ace livnois. It's with a lamid. There are five of them that don't have a lamid. And the guy says, a pshat al kabbalah. And then he says that two of the item that Shlomo Melech was describing that don't have a lamid is ace foid and ace rakoid. So there's an ace to be sfoid and there's an ace to be rakoid. So the Goyen said that why is it that those, don't, those two don't have a lamed? So the Goyen said a davar nifla. He said, the Mishnah says in the beginning of the third parakamasech des brachis, if there's a mace that's mutalafanov, nebuch someone just lost a relative, and there's a mace that's mutalafanov, patamikriyashma, umenatfila, umenatfilin, umikol mitzvah so amuris betayra. So what we know as an oinein, and an oinein's potter from kol mitzvah sa'amuris b'tayra. The Goyen said that similarly, there's a Gemara in Sukkah, daf chof hei amid beiz, where the Gemara says, tanu rabbanon, chason v'hashushbine v'chol b'nei ha'chopa, p'turim in atfila, u'min atfila. And the Goyen said it means, it means talmatayra also. So it says the Goyen, someone that's an oinein is potter from all the mitzvahs. Achasan, is also part of from all the mitzvahs. Pturman at filam and at filin and the guy said it means Talmatira as well. See he's potter from Talmatira. Uh Oinen is potter from Talmatira and a Chosen is potter from Talmatira. So the guy said that the Oislamid stands for Limudhatira. That's what the guy said. It stands for Limudhatira. So the guy said that the reason Shloyma Melech wrote Ace Foid and ace rikoid, not ace lisfoid and ace lirkoid, because he was coming to be miramis, that when a person is in an ace foid, when there's hespedim, when a person's ba'aninos, he's potter from the mitzvah. So there's no lamid next to the sfoid, because he's potter from the limud, which stands for a limud atayra. And the same is true for a chasen, by the ace rikoid, when you're being ketzen merakt and lifnei akala, said the guy, and ketzen merakt lifnei chasen as well, like we just learned. But when you're being merakt, so there too there's no lamid because the chosen is potter from Talmud Torah that's what the Goyen said in Shnoi Saliyah now the way the Velt says over this Goyen the way I've heard it is a little bit differently and that is based on the Gemara that we learned today here in Ksubas Daf Yudzayin Amad Aleph but the Gemara says Mevatlin Talmud Torah loitzoas ameis ulahachnosas kalo that you see Mevatlin Talmud Torah for two things hoitzoas ameis and achnosas kalo hoitzoas ameis is a sfoid achnosas kalo is a sreko same punchline. That's why there's no lamid. It's not ace lisfoid and ace lyricoid. It's ace foid and ace rikoid. Because mevatlan tamotoy loitzoy samesa achnasas kalo. The goyin in Shnoi Salio said it based on the Mishnah in the beginning of Perakim Misha Mesu and the Gemara in Sukkadav Chafeim and Beis. But the bottom line is that because it's a concept of mevatlan tamotoy loitzoy samesa ula achnasas kalo. So it's for that reason that 
there's no lamid in ace void, and there's no lamid when it comes to ace rukai. But the point is, there's this idea that chosen uh, is potter from Talmud Torah. There's an idea of mevatlan Talmud Torah la'achnas askala, and the Goyin said it's merumas in a pasuk. That's why it says ace rukai, not ace lirkai, because mevatlan Talmud Torah la'achnas askala. As if to say, when there's a chasana on some level, there's an Indian of being able to be mevatlan Torah. So I'll just share with you a maramokim nefla from the Torah of the Heilige Mincha Saluza, and this is in the Sefer Divrei Torah. It's in Madura Kama Ois Aleph, and it's also Murbarichos in Madura Shvia Ois Chavzai. So, the Sefer Divrei Torah, which was written by the Mincha Saluza, has ten Maduras. You don't see that every day. Ten Maduras. So, Madura Kama Ois Aleph. This is literally chapter one, verse one, in the Sefer Divrei Torah from the Mincha Saluza. So, he starts off his Sefer as follows. The first of ten Maduras. He says that there's an interesting minic. And that is that by a chasen, the chasen gets up to speak, but immediately everybody starts hacking, and everybody starts sinking, and he ends up sitting down. Chasen, Sheva Brachas maybe means, but the point is, is that he makes a shtadlus, he tries to get up and speak, and then everybody starts singing in the middle. So he says, what's the pshat? What's Pasha pshat in this minik? Why is it that he starts, and then he does no man of shach. You have what to say, let him say, right? Everyone should be geshishkit, and you should let him say what he wants to say. And if he doesn't really have what to say, then he shouldn't say. So what's this Indian? It's a funny minute. He gets up, he starts saying, Shtein Rambam, and at the minute he says the Rambam, all of a sudden it's pandemonium, and then he sits down, and then some people are upset. Why the singing? Fight breaks out, and we move on to the second dance. So what's Pashup Shad in there? Why isn't that you start, but then ultimately you don't? So the Mechzaluza said like this. He said, Pshad is, because Be'em is a chasen as a Sudas Mitzvah. Avada, it's a Sudas Mitzvah. But he says, a chasen could also not be a Sudas Mitzvah. And he says, that is, if the Kala is a Bas Talmud Chacham, and the chasen is an Amma Oretz. The Gemara says in Psachim and Tess on the days, that that's something that is maybe not a Sudas Mitzvah. And as a result, when you go to a chasen, you want to make sure it's a Sudas Mitzvah. Now, if it's a Sudas Mitzvah, it's a Sudas Mitzvah. But what if it's not a Sudas Mitzvah? So what's the Eitzah? So the Mechzaluza said that you find the Chazal, in the Poiskim, there's two Eitzahs, how to make a Suda into a Sudas Mitzvah. You want to convert your Sudas Rishos into a Sudas Mitzvah. Two easy steps, right? There's two things you could do. One is the Magen Avram Hilchas Chanukah that everybody knows, where the Ramah says that really on Purim there's a mitzvah to get drunk, Mishta Vesimcha, but on Chanukah it was only the Ruchnius, and as a result, over there there's no mitzvah. So he says, and it's not clear, Zakta Ramah, whether it is a Sudas Mitzvah or not, there's an Indian to be Marba, and then the Magen Avram brings, and he says that what you should do is you should sing Sirius Vesesh Bachis, because if you can have Zmiris, this Miris are going to zich and make Chanukah into a Sudas Mitzvah, like this will be a Sudas Mitzvah. So one way to upgrade is to have shiris v'sesh bachis. If they'll be singing, that will make it into a suda's mitzvah. Then when Chasaluza said, there's a shach, a shach in Hilchis Nadarim, he's talking about a suda's bar mitzvah, and he says that the reason there's a bar mitzvah pshatel, the reason there's divrei Torah, is because the divrei Torah makes it into a suda's mitzvah. Al-Kopanim said to him in Chasaluza, you see that divrei Torah, and shiris v'sesh bachis too, but divrei Torah make it into a suda's mitzvah. So he says it's pashat. The reason this minig happened is because you come to a chasana, and the chassin, his anivus, would get up to say shtikl Torah. You know why he would say shtikl Torah? This is a little counterintuitive. And the mechsaluzer emphasizes that it's a little counterintuitive. He said because he's saying that, you know, my shver is the grace of Talmud Chacham. 
my kala nove chasuda is a bas talmud chacham. But I'm an amaret, right? That's what a person's supposed to think. You shouldn't walk around thinking he's a talmud chacham. It's very healthy to think you're an amaret. So he says, I, I'm an amaret. So if I'm an amaret, what do I have to do? He said, I have to get up and say a shtickle tire. He said, that's why the minute of the chasm would be to get up and say a shtickle tire. But what happens the minute the chasm gets up to say a shtickle tire? You have to be mishameach the chasm. So how you mishameach the chasm? You start hacking him. And you know why you hack him to tell him? Chusen, dafsu zun kan shtickle tire. This suit is a suit of mitzvah. Anyways, you're a chasen nove chasuda. You're a fine atamot Everything is okay. You can sit down. This is not something you have to worry about. So the chassan is doing what he has to do, and everyone else is doing what they need to do. He needs to go bedarke anova. So bedarke anova, he gets up and he starts saying the shtikotayr. And Mechzulza says, "Don't think because he can say shtikotayr means he's not an amaret." <laughs> I mean, in a way, this is a little mufrich mine obey. He says it's not. But I'll go him. He says he gets up to say shtikotayr to show that because he chaps he's an amaret, and then everybody else starts hacking in fakeh yimeshabe. He says it's posh to him that this is the way this minute happened. This is the very first piece in the Divrei Teres. Madura Kama, it's Ois Aleph. But in Madura Shviya, in the seventh Madura, this is Ois Chav Zayin. Mechsaluza talked about this Inyan. Me'inyan le'inyan, but Ois Inyan. It's actually ironic because the way he starts is as follows. He says, I want to write down the Jerusha that I gave, the Sudas Chasenas Biti. In the uh, Hold on, over here. But the bottom line is, he says, I'm going to say over what I said. So I don't know if this was the Lachaim, it sounds more like it was the Chasana. But either way, he got up and he gave a drosha. And the drosha was, why is it that nobody gets up and speaks by a Chasana? It's not kind of interesting, right? Now, if you go through the piece a little bit, it seems like there was a minig in certain parts of Kla Yisrael where. The word droshes and fakerte would be mechaber all the different rabbanim to get up and give droshes at the chasana, and the mechas Salus is not happy with this minig, and that is the spirit of this drosha, which it sounds a little like he's giving by a chasana. But either way, so the mechas Salus is getting up and he's addressing that he's not so happy with this minig in Klai Yisrael that rabbanim get up and speak by a chasana. Says that's not the way it's been, and he's explaining why taka not. Every time Jews get together, if there's someone that's a barach, he gets up and speaks. So how you talking by a chasana, by such an epic simcha, you don't have this. So says the Mechasalusa. He says, Al Rishon Rishon. He says, I think the Makar is Kodesh Vitar, and it comes from the Gemara Shabbos, Tafsam, Zayin, and Mabes. The Gemara there tells a story. Rabbi made a chasana for his son. And they were bringing out glasses of wine. Every cup that came, I don't know how many they were, but every single cup that came, Omar, he said, He would say, And they're bringing out koises, and every single koise he gets up, he says, So he said, it's just interesting. We have an insight, Mamash has seen to the, uh, to the chasana, of the son of Rabbi Akiva. And what's going on? Wine's flying. All everyone's doing is, is getting, Mama's drinking wine. He says, why were there no drushes? How come there were no drushes? I've heard this menagim that you go to a chasana, every single rabbi gets up and gives a drasha. He says, and maybe that's the Pashup Shah. Maybe that's why there was no drushes. Because let's think about who was at this chasana of Rabbi Akiva's son. He says, first of all, all his chaverim were there. 
his rabbis were there. His tummy invited his Talmidim, right? The Talmidim come to the rabbis Chassidah. He said, how many Talmidim did he have? He said he had 24,000 Talmidim. This is what Mechsaluza said. So listen to what he writes. If he would have been Mechabit, each one of his Talmidim, because they all were qualified to say Torah, five minutes of Torah. Says the chassid would have taken two to three years. This is the drush of the Michal loser. It says, if you look in the Gemara, <laughs> it says, Once upon a time, there was a meaning of the Yud Beis Chaydish. Twelve months already I've heard Shonari Shaina, but three years of Shevet Brachas Taira? That's, that's a lot of drushness. See, he says that that's probably part of the reason why he wasn't Mechabed the Eilam with drushness. But Lamaisa, he says, what was going on by the Chassan? The Eilam was Freilach. The Eilam was Sefridin. And Weistos, that's a simon, that that's really the way it's supposed to be. And he goes on and he says that the minig in Klai Yisrael always was that they were mevatel tam l'toyro l'achnos askalo. And they would come to a chasna, and what would they do? They would talk him mevatel tam l'toyro. He says, that's always, that's always the way it was. He writes, v'amarti oid bozeh betzachus k'tzas. He says, I mean this a little bit b'derech tzachus. I'm partially serious, and I'm partially saying this b'derech tzachus. And that is, the Gemara Brach is, we're coming full circle. Said, k'lanenem etzudas chasim, enem esamchoi. If someone's enem etzudas chasim, enem esamech, oiver b'chamisha koivos. Someone that is Nena from Sudas Chasan and is Misameach the Chasan, what's the Schad that he's going to get? He's Zoichel the Torah, Shenitna Bechamisha Kailas. So Zokta Mechasaluza, the Masha already mutches, what's the Midikineged Mido? Why is it that if someone is Misameach the Chasan, so the Schad that he's going to get is going to get Torah? So he said, Yesh Loimar, Bederech Tzachus Ktsas. That the reason is because if a person goes to a Chasana, and he's not the Mitzudas Chasan, it's going to come on the Cheshman of Bittal Torah. That's just the way it is. Because what was going on Rabbi Akiva's own son's Chasana? It was Chamre V'chayel from Rabbanon. Chayel V'chayel from Rabbanon V'talmidein Al-Kol Kois V'Kois. And there's an element of Mevatan Talmud Torah L'Achnas Haskalo. So you're now at this Chasana and what are you doing? You're dancing in the middle like Rav Shmuel Rav Yitzchak, like Rabbi Yogut Macher. And that's what's going on. So if you be Mevatan Torah, maybe it's not a good thing. Zogi Chazal, you should know. Bitula zeu kiyuma and kol anenu misudas chasinu misamchay zoichel letayra shenitna bechamisha kaios. Don't think you're going to lose any tayra from this. Fakad, you're going to get tayra capable to fly him. You're going to be zoichel to tayra shenitna bechamisha kaios. But either way, so this is this Indian, and that is the Gemara says mevatlan tal letayra loitzas ames ulahachnas askala. But really, there's an oymik. And that is, you find that an oinen is potter from Talmud Torah, you find that a chosen is potter from Talmud Torah. The Goyen said, it's merum is in a posseg, ace sfoid, the ace rekoid, not lisfoid and lirkoid, because lamed means limit And when it comes to sfoid, and when it comes to rekoid, when it comes to espade, and when it comes to ketz and maragdim, over there we're mevatel Talmud Torah. The Mechsaluza said, that's why the only sudas mitzvah that you'll ever be to, we're Apparently, there was a minig akalponim for sure by the chesidim dafke that there shouldn't be talmud It's by a sudas chasana and it, the makar makar kodesh v'tar said the mechas aluzer was from the ma'is with Rabbi Akiva shalasa mishnah lebnoi and the insight that we have is is they're bringing out glasses or wine and I'll call kais for kais mizuk l'chaim. That's what's going on. What happened to a shir? What happened to a vart? What happened to Torah? He said fakir, and that's why Chazal said that kol anenim sudas chasanu misamchay. 
which technically is coming on the Cheshman of Vital Taira, he's Zeichel the Taira. He's going to be Zeichel the Taira, but just a little bit of a, a deeper understanding and a little bit of deeper insight into this concept of Mevatlin Talmud Taira, Leitzah Sameis, Ula Hachnasas Ka.